0: Hey, good evening, everyone. And um, we have Drea back here tonight, Brown Girl Boston. And the title of our show tonight is called Live from Tuskegee. And we're we're gonna we're gonna discuss some things and being able to discuss what we're going to discuss as far as the jab. Um, we're not telling anybody to be pro or anti-the jab, it's uh your choice. Um, everything is your choice. We're just going to speak on some factual stuff and as well as Drea for you guys in the chat, you know, Drea is someone who practices numbers understanding um, the season that we're in the season that we're going to Um, for a lot of people in the chat, a lot of the supporters of the show. This is also the year of the woman. So Drea (laughs) is going to explain what that really means and what it means going forward. Um, I intended the show should be very interesting and the reason why is because Drea hasn't been on the show in a while and I had to really get on I had to really get on her. But I know right now Drea um, for those in the chat that don't know, Drea is a graduate of Tuskegee University, as well as she is a professor at Tuskegee University presently. So it was I had to wait until midterms to get this young lady on the show. I mean, she does her own thing on her own channel, and she don't even post her stuff on her channel. She'll post on Instagram and then decide to put it on her channel. So just know that um, sometimes we have people on the show that will give us their expertise because they, they're they well-read from academia. Uh, Dre is one of them people from the academia side, as well as physically she sees Tuskegee every day with her own eyes. So a lot of Tuskegee has been in the news lately because of what's going on with the jab and our history, African-Americans history, foundational black Americans history with um the medical field. A lot of um, misconceptions have been put out there right, wrong, and indifferent, whether you're pro or well, whether you're pro or anti, it's been a lot of, um, bad or low quality information. So Dre is gonna give us some expertise and basically to her ability, because um, she has a a career she has to protect. And she has a, she not only represents this uh, university as an employee, this is her alma mater and she's very proud of this university and um, what it stands for.
1: Exactly, thank you. What's going on? What's going on, Q? What's up? Let's talk tribe. Um, Back in the building. Thank you for having me again. So let's get into it. So I just want to put the disclaimer out there. Um, When we talk about the jab, it's up to you and your family. Do what's best for you and your family Um, when it comes to, you know, your health, period. You know, whether it's about getting a jab or... You know, even if you want to get tested, but I think everyone should, you know, definitely boost your immune system, you know, be healthy, holistically, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and also pray about it. Um, if you have, if you believe in the higher power, um, definitely, you know, console your spirit guys or who you're, whoever you believe in. So go, let's talk about like the Tuskegee experiment, right? And I think a lot of times people have this misconception about Tuskegee experiment. So Macon County is pretty much a 90% African American county, one of the poorest counties in Alabama. Um, you know, when they did the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, mind you, it was on a lot of black farmers, right? So we went from having 98% um, black farmers, especially in the South, and where Tuskegee is located, is located in the Black Belt. The reason why it's called the Black Belt mainly African Americans um, reside there, and also, too, the soil is very rich there. Um, so, so people that didn't know anything about the Black Belt, that's why it's called that. So, um, of course, when you have land is money, land is currency, and when you have all this land and you have um, the dominant culture, you know, looking at it like, hmm, I'm trying to profit off these people, but how can we have a genocide? So that pretty much what happened with the Tuskegee um, syphilis experiment. So they went into these areas in Tuskegee and actually in Macon County and, you know, injected syphilis into these, um, could have been some of our ancestors. We don't know that. Um, could have been some of mine since my parents are from Alabama and really just injected um, syphilis, which caused blindness, which caused, um, you know, all type of issues, right? And kind of wiped away an entire generation of black men and black people. And so they kind of denied to the last minute access to the hospital on Tuskegee University campus. We had a hospital on campus in which um, mainly a lot of people who are baby boomers um, are actually born on campus. And so that was the only hospital that Tuskegee had. Like we don't have Let me
0: let me, let me ask you, Dre, before, before you continue, explain to some of us that may not know the significance of this university and what this university means as far as the hbcu circuit mm-hmm. as well as um that particular area
1: got it okay so let's talk i'm gonna I'm give you guys a quick history so general fiscal which was the principal of hampton institute which is our sister school um picked booker t washington to become the first principal of, of Tuskegee Institute. Now, mind you, he's a co-founder, he's not a founder. Lewis Adams, um, a black gentleman who owned the land where Tuskegee University now sits at, which is like over a hundred plus acres of land, um, owned this land. And so when General Fiskel found out, he said, okay, I want to create a school that mirrors Hampton. So he sent Booker T. Washington down there and you know, the rest is history. You know, he met Lewis Adams and that's how they created Tuskegee School for Normal Colors. That's the, the name of the school, the name of the first school, right? And so, and I'm going to say, I'm going to plug this in. And when um, Booker C. Washington actually came down, started Tuskegee, the first person he called back and said, I want this person to be pretty much, you know, like my ride or die, my sidekick was his first wife, Olivia Davidson. So that's why I'm I I, I going to go back to why is the other yeah, woman? Because like pretty much she also helped you know um was a trailblazer for education for seamstress um and the different majors that tuskegee had at the time so a lot of people don't know about that they think oh booker c washington is the founder no we just had our founders day july 4th 1881 so if you guys follow me i said the only thing i recognize on july 4th is the founding of tuskegee university um booker c washington um also coined the phrase um black wall street in tulsa a lot of people don't know that neither because in 1920 he started um, the Black Business, um, pretty much like an institute where all Black people who are business owners they had like their own, you know. I like to say like collective of you know Black folks from Tulsa, and it's another Black Wall Street as well. And um, you know what's my other place? Um, Durham, North Carolina. That was also a Black Wall Street, and it's a Black Wall Street that was in Birmingham, Alabama as well. And we can talk about that too. So he um, got these collective of Black folks. And say, hey, we're going to have a black um, business collaborative. Um, you can look it up, and that was actually the best time in which you know black people were actually living their best lives. And so even in Durham, North Carolina, that pushed—I um, forgot the founder's name of North Carolina Central—that pushed him to start that university there in Durham, because you know at one point um, one half of Durham, which is called the Hayti neighborhood, was all black, but that was also instituted, you know, and set off by Booker T. Washington
0: okay and 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 so the land was real rich um a lot of farmers the the blacks were the majority of the town major major black town so a lot of people think like they just experimented with a jab so to say mm-hmm. explain what now you a lot of people may have read books read history things passed down Explain exactly from the university standpoint, because the hospital is part of the campus, what exactly happened and what continues to be part of the research department down there.
1: Got it. So pretty much, um, like I said, we had a hospital on campus. And so, you know, which was ran by 98% African-American doctors, nurses, and things of that nature. So it was like, hey, why can't we not go out into the community and, you know, cure syphilis and so they got blocked, because guess what? When the JAB institutors, <laughs> um, you know, inventors came down, which was mainly what? White folks um, came in, um, you know, provided the JAB to, you know, like I said, our ancestors, their access to these communities was blocked. Um, until they was dying, that's when they had accessibility to come on campus. Now, mind you, our third president was also, a lot of people don't know this, uh, FBI informant, and you know, um, I think it was Patterson. I want to say it was Patterson. Um, I may be wrong. He was an FBI informant. Was actually a president, a long-standing president, and was spying. Like, how can this black institution be the epicenter of, you know, um, what in this terms, black excellence, right? Or just the epicenter of research and, you know, um, creating all these educators and doctors, and you know, you know. George Washington Carver, you know, he's considered as the wizard of Tuskegee. How is this happening at this one institution? So, hence why, you know, the jab was instituted, you know, onto our ancestors, the Tuskegee syphilis um, experiment, and their access, which was very sad and unethical, was, you know, provided. If anyone ever, you know, been to graduate school or have their, did any type of research, that's why you have the IRB board. Um, the IRB board is pretty much You have to, I just have to do um, my renewal today on any type of study that you're doing, any type of grant that you're doing when it comes to people, you have to go through a certification to make sure that you're not doing any unethical practices or you're not harming any participants while you're going through any type of study on, you know, research or any type of, let's say, digital literacy, whatever the case is. So that's how the IRB board actually got started was through the Tuskegee Syphilis study because there was no informed consent. So when you don't have an informed consent, guess what? You can go and do the jab on anybody and, and, and just who knows
0: what. One of, one of the issues I know that had came up lately was um, information basically where people were saying, no, these people got syphilis and they were refused medication. And then some people tried to say, no, they were given the syphilis as like basically test dummies. And then some people said it was only 14 to 30 people. What is the what is the university's position and what do we know from research? How many people and, and what exactly did they give to the people syphilis and refuse the medication? Or did they give them, or how was it? You can explain it.
1: So, you know how, like, um, if anybody who's research or a scientist, you have different control groups, right? So, you have group A, group B, you know, uh, in a control group, uh, placebo. So, pretty much group A, they already had it, according to what we was taught. Group B, they was injected. Group C, okay, let's give them that placebo shot cup been filled with water and see how they're going to react to it. Now, mind you, let's say Group A was the ones who already had it. They have a mild symptom that could have been curable, right? Um, but once again, once you have um, inaccessibility to medical practices, you know, of course, it's going to intensify and actually manifest, into, you know, throughout your body. Group B was injected. Once again, Group A, let's say Group A was the ones who were, um, mind you, the whole group, quote-unquote, they wasn't worldly educated, but they was educated in agriculture. So we're talking about not just we're giving a jab to our folks, but how can we give the jab and take their land to be government controlled, right? So that's what we was talking But when you when you read more, when you read like you know medical apartheid, you know you read more research. You're like, oh, so this is how, uh, like I said, a generational of uh, black men not only. You know, you have the mistrust of medic um, you know, medic medical facilities um and physicians. They was actually lied to because they didn't have, you know, the the education. You know, if you guys watched what was that movie, Miss Evers' Boys,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, a lot of that was true, but a lot of it, of course, you know, was also made up as well, because you know, you gotta have that sensationalism but you know i would like like i said read anything when it comes to you know medical apartheid that's a good book to read if you can come on campus we have a new museum called the legacy museum in which we talk about henrietta lacks we talk about tuskegee syphilis study where my department is um located we're actually located in the old um hospital we don't have the nearest hospital we have to go to if let's say even when i was a student is either our ring which is 15, 30 minutes away, or you have to
0: go to Montgomery, which is 30 minutes or 45 minutes away. So why is that? Let me let me ask you, and this this I don't want this question to take away what we're talking about, but you brought up Henrietta Lacks and understanding her story and how her DNA has been continued being used by the medical industry without any knowledge of her family or any financial, financial acknowledgement, definitely. Um, when you when you begin to read this stuff and being that you're there, like you actually can go on your free time and go do some research there and see these places and see pictures, see archives, and then you share this stuff with people, not that you're pro or anti anything what what since we've been in what we've been in in the last year or so, what has been their response when you tell them like I work right there, like I go to school there what 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 is their reaction?
1: A lot of people are now um a lot of people do not trust um you know data and research and science. you know people want or rather trust um uh, which is not wrong with if you believe in you know conspiracy theories and I'm like, and usually what I do is if it's my family, I take them to campus, I take them to to institutions of of uh, museums so they can see for themselves. Because I'm like, I can tell you one thing, I can give you this book, but I'm going to bring you, I call it on a field trip. And my friends know, my friends and family know, if you're going to come visit me, we're going to that part of Alabama so you can see for yourself of what other people we have been going through. And so they're like, usually they're like, oh my God, um, especially I think people like around, you know, like late thirties, early forties, like around my age group, they think, well, I'm healthy and this down the third, this is not going to happen to me. It's still happening to us now. Um, but like I said, so many people, because a lot of times we're not well versed in the STEM, um, um, fields and we're not well versed in research. And here I am. That's, that's part of my life work is researching and really looking at it from the aspect of a social sciences. People just don't believe it. And so that's why I said, you got to do what's best for you and your family, but ask questions. Don't think that the medical physicians are God. You've been in your body X amount of years. You know how your body is when your body's off. That's why you need to be connected to your body um, on a spiritual level. And once it's off, ask questions because everyone body works differently. You know, different jabs <laughs> or medication um, may have an adverse reaction to it. So that's why you need to ask questions. But also too, we got to sometimes go back to basics and go back to the museums and learn for yourself and there's so much free resources out here. You can we even got a virtual tour. I would say go on Tuskegee.edu and go take a virtual tour of mm. the yourself so you can see what what our people have been through when it came to, you know, being injected with um, you know, different experiments.
0: I'm gonna ask you with 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 being there and seeing those um professors and scholars and people, people from high academia, I'm quite sure people all over the world still come there just to, to compare research with those doctors that are still there and scientists that are still there. And then seeing what's going on now with, with placebos and basically, um, uh, for lack of better words, tricking the immune system. Mm -hmm. Um, what how did how do they deal with the university's position is always the history? The history and the data and what happened and that legacy can never be changed or adulterated. And then you see like what's going on now with okay we 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 not denying science, we're not denying um technology, we're not denying advancement, but we don't want to fall back down this rabbit hole of being nobody's quote unquote jab dummy neither. How is that like being approached? I'm quite sure with coming back, going back to school soon in the fall, a lot of these universities are telling um, the kids that they have to have the jab in order to come back, which is perfectly fine for a university to do that. But how, how is that position? Like you may have somebody that's like super anti and they'd be like, Out of all the universities, this should be the one university that shouldn't be like forced. How is that approach?
1: Well, since we're the epicenter of, you know, the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, it's more of an autonomy thing, right? Um, It's more like you you guys are not mandated it because, one, we're a private institution. So when you're a private institution, you're a little bit more laid back than public institutions, right? Because public institutions like Alabama and Auburn, which is PWIs, 40,000, 50,000 students, they're bribing these students, right? Like, yo, we're going to give y'all a G if y'all take the jab. And then you get to get VIP parking because the school is so doggone big. And so my institution, they're trying to compete with that. And I'm like, y'all really can't compete with that because of we're a private institution, number one. We're smaller. We only have like 3,000 students. And then also, too, we're the epicenter and the hotbed of Y'all always under the microscope because of what happened to, you know, um, these black men that you pretty much, you know, eradicated and eradicated the generation, you know, after that. So, um, you know, that's why they're kind of lenient, but they're afraid, too. Like, uh, because we just got a new president. They're very afraid. They're like, oh, did we institute a mandate jab? (laughs) Um, Yeah. testing. And then I had said to myself, I told my department head, I said, listen, I will be teaching at the crib um, because there's no way we're going to have 10 students because my student, my classes usually fill up quick. I have like 25 students. There's no way we all going to fit in the classroom. And do you want me to teach in the math all day? I'm not doing that. So I'm teaching from the crib. And I'll come yeah. down once a week and, you know, um, do my office hours but i think they should give people the autonomy but now they're trying to like i said you can't look at these pwis because they get more funding from the from the state of alabama we get slim to none funding because we are a private institution. we get funding from you know different foundations so
0: yeah i've seen yeah. i seen something on the, on the on the news this week where um you know and i and i know that we we sometimes tend to speak without really knowledge or speak without the proper information and i saw where one uh, guy who actually um <laughs> went to school down that way he, not alabama but the lsu area mm-hmm. and he was basically saying oh to the tuskegee they just you no know, they had it and they 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 denied a medication and i'm like that's not what happened and um with with that you know and i and i don't want the the show to all be about the jab or the, the anti jab or the pro jab but it's it's important for us to get the information and to know our bodies and understand. Um, even when you say placebo, I don't think a lot of us may understand what placebo meant two years ago. And now we're starting to learn, even the layman is starting to learn more about the body, more about the immune system, knowing how to strengthen your immune system, knowing um, what, what um, particular company Mm-hmm. Has the jab, what what why you some companies you may have to take it one dose or two dose and just, just getting educated and it is um okay to ask your primary doctor or whatever and knowing your body, knowing how your body reacts to any reacts to any medication. Mm-hmm. So you have mentioned the year of the woman, and I know that um one of the things that you're you're strong with is the numbers, and I know a lot of people be like, ah, you know. I don't know if I believe in this, and I always try to tell people that um, who are religious is that um, sometimes this is part of a science or whatever that a lot of people don't understand um, that you basically everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. and everything coincides with each other, so they may not understand how these particular numbers Or like as you as me and your number is the same, it's a core four, and like a lot of people may not understand what that means and how that core number affects our lives and how we live. So you was mentioning you was mentioning the year of the woman. What did you mean by the year of the woman, and what does that mean? It
1: don't have to even do with the numbers. It's just look at how what happened. We have a vice president that's a woman, right? Um, a lot of these institutions, a lot of HBCUs are shifting from the good old boy black system to like now it's a lot of black women that are in leadership. Even in your cities like Atlanta, you know, you got Keisha Lance Bottoms. Um, I think the D.C. mayor um, Bowser or I think Baltimore, wherever, wherever. But as you see, a lot of power shifts. Even in my, where I was born and raised out in Boston, they had just have their first black Mayor And I'm like, I'm shocked because it's an Irish city. That's a whole other topic of discussion, right? So we're seeing a lot of power shifts when it comes to the feminine energy. But just because you may see the feminine energy, are they leading from the feminine energy or are they carrying on a masculine energy, right? And I think a lot of times, and this is no disrespect to my sisters, we don't know how to lead from a feminine energy. We think we can be in our masculine bag. You have a balance. Sometimes we don't we don't do well in our masculine bag. We have to balance it out and, and leave from a feminine energy um you know perspective. And we're not I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see that
0: for those for those in the for those in the chat, Drea um Drea has been a supporter of mine and a supporter of the channel since the beginning. And she had did a show right before COVID. Oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to say that, but right before the pandemic. And um, she says some things. And if you go back to the show that was done, she says some things about what the year could expect. Basically she was talking about the year was going to be a year of clarification. Um, a lot of death and a lot of things are going to be exposed. So not saying that she's prophesizing anything. She's just basically reading the numbers as they come. She doesn't make up the numbers. She's just reading the numbers. And, um, she does do readings for people and, uh, you can give them your, 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 your Gmail address for them, for a private consultation, uh, Drea. And, um, it's very important that, um, we understand what she's going into now with understanding taking on for a male, taking on that feminine energy and for a female taking on the masculine energy. You could finish, Drea.
1: Yeah. So we're in a universal year five. So five is freedom. Five is if you're vibrating low, confusion. So you see a lot of this beef going on. Oh, the black women versus the black men. It's a lot of confusion. And if you are not really grounded, you're going to block F them black men. Um. Hence why you see a lot of confusion with CDC, should you wear your mask should you not wear your mask wear your mask today so you're seeing that even when it comes to gender wars which i don't participate in because we need one another first and foremost okay um and we have to allow men to be men and i think a lot of us haven't um you know been brought up with our fathers our grandfathers our masculine energy and then a lot of times as women we've been taught you need to be independent you need to be self-sufficient and nothing wrong with that but if you're trying to um, have a, a life partner a, a marriage mate, you have to let that man be the man and, and vet him, and he needs to vet you too, sis, because you're not right either. <laughs> um, so keeps you going because a lot of confusion people are losing their everlasting mind when it comes to mental health, physical health. A lot of people are, um, you know, clocking out of here because of hopelessness because they're like, I cannot see through this unclarity. It's a lot of instability, it's a lot of unclarity because, like I said, when you're vibrating low we're at a vibrational low of fire so you're seeing the confusion you're seeing the addictions you're seeing sex is getting out of control alcoholism drugs is really out of control and people are really um videotaping these violence and these abuse you know self-abuse self-violence and you know violence with one another because yes we do have that in the black community um so it's out of control so i don't suggest anyone you know to get into a relationship at this point in time Until you get yourself together, you need to get clear on who you are, your values, um, you know, what do you stand for before you even open your mouth and disrespect another person or just even um, disrespect yourself. You need to, this is the time to really get clear on who you are, to really sit down, get grounded in something because it's not going to get any better. Things are going to get worse. We're going to have some, some lockdowns are going to come. So you better
0: get this out all the way. Speaking to that, right? I was I was amazed that with, with with the pandemic and them starting to open things up, I think that a lot of us um didn't understand the ramifications of the pandemic, that a lot of things were only opened up because financially they had to open up and then now we're seeing a rise um with this different variant and Um, Anything that anybody knows anything about viruses, viruses start taking a life of their own. Mm -hmm. So it's going to continue to be different variants going forward. Um, (laughs) The ramifications of the of the pandemic is the mental health, the, the addiction and so forth and so on. When when we speak to that, do you think because you've been on plenty of times, and you know, for those that are part of the audience, you've been on, and we've discussed mental health because that is that was your major, and that's what you 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 focus in. Um, Do you think like we just seen Simone bow out of the Olympics, and a lot it was a lot of discussion about that, and you see a lot of the athletes are saying like, "Yo, I, I can't do it" because I think that a lot of times we don't understand the pressures of what they go through. And then we as human, we as regular people, we put a burden on them that they don't ask for, Mm -hmm. you know, for lack of better words, they should just be in a situation where they could be an athlete and human being a mother, a father, a daughter, a sister, a son. How, how is everything going far as, The mental health field, like, is it a it's a major uptick, right?
1: It's a major uptick, and just even in my personal business of doing um, coaching and doing like grief counseling, it's heavy because people don't know what to do with this grief. Because we are going through some type of PTSD and some type of grief. Because either we may have lost a loved one or loved ones, um, we may have lost a job. We may have lost a source of income we may have lost um marriages relationships going through a divorce that's me and you're like yo what do i do what how where do i go from here and especially if you're feeling the symptoms of not just only oh my god i gotta wear this mask i gotta protect myself do i get the jab to now mentally, that's weighing on you and then you want to see the different symptoms of like anxiety Depression, a lot of people are going through depression, um, paranoia, you know, all type of symptoms that's manifesting because people are really just internalizing the grief. Um, everyone I know that's in um, the mental health field is like, yo, I'm, the business is outrageous. They have to refer out because they cannot can't contain the caseload that they have. And you start feeling the secondary trauma from people when you start working with them, when you hear all this stuff, because people would have to sit there behind now and think, yo, I was in this toxic relationship for X amount of years. How did I, how did I thrive? You didn't thrive, you was on survival mode. That's why you, you've been exhausted. So many people are burnt out because people didn't have a break. People had to work throughout the pandemic, right? So it's just, you're seeing a lot of rise in mental health. And then for the athletes, you're talking about, they have to be perfectionism one-on-one. When you're doing gymnastics, I never did gymnastics. I did ballet for, like, 13 years of my life. You have to be damn near perfect. You have to, like, really stick to those moves perfectly because if one move, you can end your career by tearing the Achilles or even better yet, breaking your neck, whatever the case is. So with Simone Biles, people don't know. She also dealt with the sex. Um, I think she was sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. I think she was a foster care child, so who knows if she dealt with that. She's been separated from her family and her boyfriend because they couldn't travel. So you're talking about a lot of coping at what? She's in her 20s. Your brain don't fully develop, honestly. People say 25, 26. I just learned I was in a workshop not until we are in our 30s. So you're talking about you got to make these quick decisions quick. And on top of you got to be on point and perform. And you got to be a perfectionist, right? Same way with what's the other um, young lady's name? Naomi Osaka. Naomi
0: Osaka, yeah
1: you know, you have to be perfect day in, day out. You gotta be perfect. Your mechanics gotta be perfect. Your form gotta be perfect. That weighs on you. And especially, and I think they're both kind of like highly, um, highly intuitive and like sensitive, you know, young ladies and you can tell. And so, when you don't have that support around you, and people are like you, got to be on, you got to be on, and people want this. Oh, I want to be an athlete. I want to be an entertainer. No, you
0: don't. They want my life. <laughs> one like, of one one team. of the things, right, Joe. One of the things that I wanted to discuss, right, was um. We had we had discussed a little bit behind the scenes, and I think it ties into being able to maintain and get back to that mental balance. Is practicing celibacy and fasting. Um you you said something very key when you were talking about a lot of people were just in a survival mode and then once they get themselves back they 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 realize like oh I was I was bugging I was in an unhealthy situation and now I got myself back together. Explain like because I think a lot of people don't understand it even like when we talk about um spirituality a lot of the the um organized religions believe in fasting and most people think it most people think it's more just a food thing and don't understand that for people that fast it's more a spirituality thing more of a, a self-discipline and even celibacy is a form of fasting You fasting from sex mm-hmm. explain explain how that ties in with recalibrating your spiritual being
1: Right. So, what we talked about behind the scenes of just um even fasting from sex, abstaining from sex. I think everyone should do it. That's just resetting your body because when you're celibate, you know, you're 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 focused on yo. What was I Because we could be addicted to sex, right? Um, and also too, when you are resetting your body and not creating soul ties, see, people be like, oh, I can do casual sex. Yeah, but also to your career creating soul ties, and you're so distracted because you got that oxy, um, what's that, I forgot what it's called, but that that bonding um, chemical, and you just worry about what this person's doing over here instead of focusing on you. And um, a lot of times, we're not meant to do casual, you know, sex, especially if you believe, um, like I said, it doesn't have to be the Bible. It could be just having a spiritual belief. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to be evenly yoked, and you taking on that energy of that person when they're inside you, and when you letting them inside yourself, right? And so that's why it's very key to be um, celibate, so you can reset yourself. Even Queen of Fools talked about this on the Red Table. She talked about being celibate, so you. Which
0: I, which I was, I was. It's funny you brought that up because I was shocked that they had her on Red Table. I not, something- not, not, not that they can't have the Queen up there, but. I was shocked that they would even know who she was, but this is why you can't put nothing past people and people be paying attention for anybody that don't know who queen of four is. She has a very big following, um, on Instagram. She is a beautiful woman. Uh, her son is my guy. (laughs) You know, he, 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 he speaks real. He, he's like her, like enforcer and her, like her spokesperson because he's more out than he is. Um, supernova, uh, supernova, so um right. with that, with them being on there and she was talking about that on on the red table, the red table. And um, like I said, I was surprised. So finish Dre. I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, that's fine. She was talking about, you know, taking a sex pass, whether it's like 10 days to really just get back around it and focus on yourself, which is true because as women, um, you know, we take on a live. You know, we take on a lot of energy. So do men as well. But we take on a lot. We have a, our womb to protect ourselves. And also, too, our womb is not just to, you know, hold babies, but it's also to be um, creative beings. And um, one book that I have read because I have dealt with fibroids was um, Overcome our Angry Vagina. This is by Queen of Four. A life-changing book. And also, you know, um, read Sacred Woman. But Overcoming the an Angry Vagina was talking about why a lot of Black women are suffering from fibroids. And that that's even upticking as well because of the emotional abuse the racism um you know like i said going into this world and being microaggression micro, micro insults micro um everything we we deal with so much racism as a people that we internalize it because you know we're working for people that we absolutely hate we're overworking ourselves and we're not really nurturing our bodies um and you shouldn't give your body to any and everybody um you know like I said, you didn't do Casual sex, you should abstain from it. But that's my
0: opinion. You can do what you want to do with your body. Well, let me let me ask you. Speaking about that, and we we both believe that 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 sex is a transfer of transfer of energy, transfer of not only just the physical fluids, but it's a transfer of of, of things that we can't see. I'm gonna ask you. Do you think that it's the, the energy is is a bigger impact on the woman? because she has more, as we would say, emotion. And the man kind of like, uh, he might get some energy and be like, oh, I'm just shrugging off. It ain't nothing. I paid no mind. That's just, you know, I'm just not, I'm just even kilter. I slept, I slept messed up. Or I rolled over on the wrong side of the bed with these phrases that we come up with. And with a woman, because she is basically the source of emotion, if she takes on this, um, bad energy from the individual. How do you do you think that she handles it a little bit different?
1: I think as women we do handle it a little bit different because we we have, you know, a lot of different hormones. You know, we're the we're the is. We um, you know, we like love, love and you know, we um take on a lot of different energies, whether we want to believe it or not. Um like I said, going back to on a job, especially if you an empath, oh my God, I'm an I take on so many different energies and I have to make sure I protect myself from those energies. So that's why I say when women be like, oh, I don't care. I'm going to treat dudes like how they treat me. No, sis. Like, you are sacred. You have a womb. You know, um, when you start dabbling into that and then you're like, why am I having um, so many gynecological issues? Because you're taking on too many spirits. And especially um, life forces. You know, if, they're, if you're not practicing protective sex and you know, like you know, this dude, you know, ejaculate in you and you're taking on that. And you got all these different chemicals, even in semen. And I think a lot of times we don't do the research when it comes to even knowing our bodies. A lot of times we don't know our bodies as women and, you know, we are mimicking what unfortunately, um, what's in the songs or what's in our environment. You don't have to mimic that. You can be better than that. But I also feel like when you are mimicking that because you are thinking you, sex doesn't equate love. Dudes can go have sex with everybody on the block. And they, they don't care what sis look like, as long as you got a working vagina. Okay? <laughs> sex
0: sex sex doesn't equate love. That's the phrase of the other show. So let me let me ask you. I think that a lot of times, like you're saying, we're not as um explorative with our bodies or as graphic because when you say that. That a uh, um you know um, even even a male has all these millions of sperm cells, and that's just one male. And it, y'all exchanging fluids now. You got you got the good guy. The, the, you got all types of characteristics that c- could potentially uh, communicate with an egg and make a make a human being. It's just um, interesting if you look at it like for the literal sense, like. If you, if you are a person that may choose to have multiple sex partners, how you're taking on thousands and thousands of different of energies, right. um, different characteristics and, and whatever. So based upon, like, we, we discussed the year of the woman, and I know that you was telling me, like, 2021 is going fine and fast, but it's like it's, it's going to still tell us some different things going forward.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. It is. And we just have to pay attention. And we just, like I said, have to be very clear. So that's why we need to be very disciplined. Um, also, too, this is, um, again, we should be all creative. So whatever that you had abandoned creatively, you should definitely tap back into that. That's why I think I mentioned this on the last show. Like, definitely journal. Definitely read more. Read things that you never read um, before, like a different genre. Um, you know, listen to different music. Mu- move your body. You know, really tap into that creativity, um, do paint, you know, something that's going to be self-expressive, you know, change your wardrobe because we're going to need something that's going to protect our mental health and find an outlet to cope. That's what the problem is. People don't know how to cope. And so they think thinking coping is, oh, let me go ahead. There's nothing wrong with drinking. You know, you're overindulging in drinking because um, when you're dealing with the lower five energy, it's overindulging. And then it turns into an addiction and a dependency. So that's why I'm telling everyone, make sure that you're not on that level. Yeah, we're going to slip from time to time, no doubt. We're not perfect. But, you know, make sure that you start your days off on point, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through reading some type of devotion, whether it's doing affirmations. Do not be like, oh, my God, I fell off. And you just going to keep falling off. Get yourself back on the wagon and don't beat yourself up. So, you know, you just have to be honest with yourself and like I said, with my sisters, I get it. They pushing this just to yeah, the woman. But we still need balance. We still need the brothers. And every dude is not bad. A lot of times we just don't ask the questions. We need to ask the right questions to back them, and even look at the right. People tell us who they are. That's my favorite quote from my Andrew. People tell us who they are. We just have to pay attention. And a lot of times we get caught on. Oh, he cute. Oh, he 6'5". Or sis got a booty, and she could have built get beyond that look at her soul you know do when you look at her eyes do she have a soul like or she just blank you know and then people get caught up with i got finessed by this person no you allowed them to finesse you because you were so open and free create boundaries that's another thing i want to talk about too don't let it's okay people going to talk all this trash on on social media are they paying your bills no so sometimes we can't engage with these low level people cuz they going to they going to take you up out of here you got more to lose than that person you are going to be arguing with create boundaries so also too when we talked about a detox take a social media detox because social media you've been noticing this and the algorithms have been crazy so you're going to see a lot of algorithms going to be crazy a lot of this is scamming season make sure that whatever apps you're not using on your phone take them off because people are out here scamming taking money out your account and you don't even know it so make sure
0: well, one it. of the things that Dre just said about the algorithm And I always tell people to make sure that they hit the like. If you're on YouTube, make sure you hit the like, share, and subscribe button. And if you're on Facebook, I always tell people make sure they hit the love button and to share it. Let me tell you why she said that about the algorithm. The algorithm is silent. And when I mean silent, it's not a person. It is the AI. It is the computer. And what the computer does, it markets you. And this is what she's saying when you're, say, for example, you're watching someone's page or you're on someone's page and you're intermingling with the person. Then all of a sudden now that page that you never intermingled is always in your thread Mm -hmm. because the algorithm has figured you out that this is what you like. So then you're on the phone and you're on the phone sharing something with somebody like, yo, I really want to get this new car. You ain't thinking about it. Your phone has a microphone. It's a smartphone. It's connected to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That algorithm has picked up that you had a conversation about a about a, a car, and now the algorithm has got car dealerships all in your thread. It sounds crazy when you think about it, but the algorithm is a marketing tool that. Social media has figured out. um, As somebody, Drea, for you guys that don't know, Drea is an influencer. She has her own page. She's been doing it for a while, um, way before me. And they teach us, you can get into these groups and they teach us how to market what we're trying to do. Some people take it serious. Some people don't. They just do content and just word of mouth. Um, A lot of you guys that I've shared things with, celebrities come with a certain amount of following so they don't really have to do and start a page organically we go from one subscriber to how many and it goes it's usually slow because of the algorithm the algorithm has to pick up on your audience and understand who you like so dealing with social media like she said that algorithm picks up it doesn't pick up whether the energy is good or good or bad right it just picks up what you have been put feeding it. Mm-hmm. So if you've been feeding it a bunch of junk, it's gonna feed you a bunch of junk. You're gonna see a lot of things like, "Yo, why does mess on my timeline all the time?" Because right. this is what you've been feeding it. Right. You know, I'm quite sure you guys figured it out, and you got a lot of you guys that's in the chat is way smarter than me, and um, you you see it, you see it a lot. Exactly. Right. Exactly, and
1: also too, um. On a, on a low, a lot of people don't know this, I'm a tech person. I teach um, computer technology, um, you know, for my department. So it's a lot of stuff that you have to be careful even with cybersecurity, even with cyber attacks that we're seeing now. Um, like you mentioned, Q, about, um AI, and even different bots. So make sure even when you at work, you turn on your two-way um, authenticity to make sure that no one is not breaching you know, your emails, which can, they can hack into your email and your whole company's email and expose everything about from your contact information, your social security number, everything like that. So just be careful when you're using technology and that you're putting those extra uh, securities in place because people are out here have actual, like, systems and processes in place that is waiting to, if you've seen a lot of people getting their pages cloned, because people have operation cloning that is you know pretty much mirroring your um profile and actually um extorting money from your followers so just yes be- it's
0: it's amazing because you'll see a bunch of people it's always the same people talking about yo they hacked my account it's always the same people saying- and then it's people that have had the same facebook profile same picture since two thousand nine, when basically Facebook took off, and you'd be like, "Yo, I had my account for such since they never got me." So sometimes we think that we're special, so they ain't get us. It's not that. It's it's a lot of things that we do subconsciously that will expose ourselves to hacking and professional hacking. Um, I don't want to get into to, too much yep. of the tech. I'm not I'm not really tech savvy like Drea, um, but just just be real mindful of that and. As she said, transferring uh, the algorithm basically. Let's just say it's energy right now. <laughs>
1: right, right. It's so I suggest everyone to like do like an entire detox of your timeline. Do a entire detox of like even your social media, the apps that you have on your phone, um, even your closet. Also, too, let's talk about your closet really quick. This is the time to pack light. You know, I think Erica about talked talk about bag lady. Pack light um, because. You need to get prepared for emergency, um, you know, just being prepared for emergency. So I suggest everyone to have your ID, your Social Security um, number, and also to your birth certificate, passport, and like a waterproof, um, like, bag or something and have at least like a week of supply of food. So it could be canned goods, something that you can pop the top open, um, have emergency toiletries as well because just with the different flooding, the climate change, everything of that nature – you just never know when you have to just be prepared
0: to run out your crib. I shared some. I shared some information last week that um, NASA, the scientists, said that in in the year twenty thirty, we're gonna have what we're calling, They have. They're gonna. They're predicting. They're gonna have what they call a jumping moon. A jumping moon creates massive flooding. This is in twenty thirty. It's twenty twenty one. If you exactly. ask me, and, and those of us that may have been outside during certain storms in the last month or so, I'm just going to speak for me. They have not been regular storms. No. Um, so just be mindful mindful of this stuff. And and, and and like Drea said, it's a state of preparedness and be able to um, put yourself and your family and your loved ones in a good situation at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm,
1: exactly. So, you know, definitely be prepared. Also to prepare your body, you know, um, you gotta sometimes, you know, can you walk them out? If you can't walk them out, you need to stop preparing yourself walking them out. You also too, for those who can carry, um, be licensed to carry, get your own gun.
0: Drea, you- I'm gonna ask you a question. I said i here. <laughs> I stumbled, no, 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 you're good. I stumbled on this video and I hear you talking all this quote unquote mess. But well, why I gotta be prepared. What the heck is she talking about? She's a conspiracy theorist. I don't want to believe none of that stuff. Duh, 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 duh. Explain what is going on.
1: Explain what's going on. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I'm gonna sound like a, a real old school southern person. We in the, in the we in the last days, okay? So anything, any, we we all can get it. And why I say we all can get it, I'm talking about black people black people we are not prepared period and we are in a war so what's my um mom deep is a war going on outside no one's prepared for it that's black folks we're not prepared at all because we're like oh i'm gonna forgive these people these people out here teaching their kids how to shoot guns at two three years old um i live in the southern states like i said my parents are from the south um so we're used to, you know, being in the state prepared. And also, too, if, if you guys watch my videos, how I talked about living a simple life, you need to learn how to live a simple life because everyone's talking about, I'm going to get the bag, I'm going to get this. How's the bag going to help you when your ass is going to have to be running um, a mile or two because, you know, climate change, like when you just talked about, cute, your house is getting flooded. How are you going to have an escape plan? What is your escape plan anyways? Um, what if you can't get your car out the garage? What are you going to do? Do you have a backup plan? It's not because this is a conspiracy theory. This is facts. Because just the way that the climate is, just the climate weather, the climate even with people, um, people just not in their right mind, you're going to have to protect yourself by any means necessary. You're going to have to say no a lot of times. That's why I said if you can get, um, you know, find ways to protect yourself, take a self-defense class, get in shape, because you're going to have to really, it's going to be a survival of the fittest. That's what we're that's the time we're on, survival of the fittest. So you don't got time to be, yes, yeah, okay. I like to be cute too. It's not time to always be cute. Sometimes you're gonna have to throw on the Tim's and have to beat down somebody to protect yourself because people are out of work, people are hungry, people are gonna come knock on your door and say you got the jab. Um, so you're gonna have to really protect yourself holistically, like I said, spiritually physically, emotionally,
0: because we are in the trenches and I don't think people understand that. People want to party even, even even the numbers, the numbers with um the pro and anti and how they're trying to start a war between pro and anti, we need to be mindful of. And when Drea speaks about the weather and I mentioned the jumping moon, for those that like to do a lot of research, just look up harp. Just look up harp. We ain't gonna be on no conspiracy stuff. Just look up harp, the harp machine, and what it does, and right, you know, you could kind of figure it out from there, you know.
1: Exactly, exactly. And just even a quick tidbit, like you know, um, but you all have read the news about what's going on in Dubai. I know that's a hot spot; everybody's traveling to. My cousin is actually her and her husband's in Dubai right now. They was like, "Yo, it is extremely hot," and how they have to have like tamper with the weather there for it to rain. And she was like, "Yo, this is true. This is what's going on here." And I'm like. Oh, my God. So that's why I said you need to read. Don't read to to be like, I'm cool, it's cool, I got this book club. Read to comprehend what's going on. So as many times just scrolling on Facebook or on social media, that's the many times you need to be reading. Now, I mean, you got to watch the news. Read all type of alternative different news sources too. Read anything from, you know, what's going on you know, nationally, locally, but also universally, because we're all universally connected, whether you want to believe it or not. Because we may say, oh my God, look at the typhoon that happened in Asia. Who say it can't happen here? It can happen here too. So make sure that you are just being protected um, and make sure your family's protected too. That's important, but you know, cause that's, that's your unit, that's the people who, is really hopefully that you're cool with your family or your people who you call your family, your tribe. Y'all gotta protect one another because it's it's going it's already going down. And I think a lot of times we just want to celebrate mediocrity. No.
0: Well, Dreya, <laughs> look, I really appreciate um, you giving me some of your precious time. I told I told you I told you I missed you, and um, the, the the platform misses you. <laughs> Um we, we you know you you know you more than welcome to come on anytime and, and share your information with us and um we see you. We know you there. Um, you know, I always try to share and and, and and rebroadcast all your lives because I know you try to keep the tribe aware of what's going on and um you know, like I said, always um with what I'm trying to do, you have definitely been day one supporter of what I'm trying to do. And, you know, I, I, our, our, our friendship was the beginning of something. I, uh, my life has definitely changed since our friendship. And you definitely, you definitely were part of that change. Uh, this thing has taken on a whole new meaning. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, appreciate you. You want to give us any final, uh, words?
1: Um, no, just make sure that you protect yourselves and you guys find a way to live a simple life, uh, which can be, you know, really dope. So, you know, don't be in competition with anyone. Just focus on you, your health and, you know, stay focused and disciplined. So that's it.
0: With that, everybody in the chat, have a good, good, blessed week. Thanks for watching us. Um, uh, Remember, like, share and subscribe. That's the best way to support the channel and support what we're trying to do. Like, share and subscribe.
1: Peace. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please continue to join us here for conversations on hot topics, interviews with special guests, and our featured programs such as the Poetry Corner, where you can hear dope poets from around the country creating that Poet Cafe vibe, and Crown Rules, our virtual book club on love, intimacy, and healthy relationships. Let's Talk. We are everywhere you want to be. Follow us on YouTube at Let's Talk Facebook at Let's Talk, and on Instagram at Let's Talk 1931. Have a suggestion? Give us a call at 570-795-4283. Or for business inquiries, please email us at ltalk5600 at gmail. Let's Talk. I order you,
0: you order me, and we go together. Please don't forget to like, share, follow, or subscribe.